everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I am Michelle Burkhardt, your host. All right, so preface here for this. This is going to be a longer episode than you're used to, okay? About 35 minutes or so. There's gold here, all right? Um, the title is Show Me Your Life, I'll Tell You Your Thoughts, all right? Because the thoughts that we think lead to the circumstances in our life. So I'll share one example of a client I've worked with, and we'll talk about that all the way through. But we're going to talk about some higher concepts today, okay? So I say that because, uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll do what John Maxwell calls uh, put the cookies on the bottom shelf so everybody can reach them. Today, the, some of the things that we're talking about are just a little bit higher, okay? So you might have to climb a little bit, all right. Some of you are ready for this. You absolutely are. And some of you are just like, yeah, no, that one's not for me. Okay. I totally get it. And that's just fine. So you might want to take some notes for this. If you are a driver and listener, just listen and come back to this and take notes later. Um, you might want to re-listen to this at some point. All right. And if you need anything, feel free to reach out and, and let's chat. Okay. All right. Enjoy. All right. So I hope you have your, uh, something to take notes with because we're going to have several things for you to take notes with. And I really want you to take a deep breath right now. And I want you to ha set your intention for having an open mind today. Okay. So just, just set your intention for having an open mind. Now, for those of you who I know you're listening on the way to work, I want you to listen to this. You don't have to stop, but at some point you might want to come back and re-listen and take some notes. Okay. And honestly, if you want, you know, you could listen to this episode and not take notes the first time and just see what comes to you and then come back and take notes. Either way is up is fine with me. Okay. So I'm going to start first with an example of working with a client. So I have this client, um, we've known each other, I don't know, 10 years off and on in different circles. And a couple years ago, he reached out and he has, um, a full service landscaping and architectural design company. Um, and then he also as a weird side hobby, um, does flooring. So he's kind of a one-stop shop contractor. Um, but he reached out a couple years ago because he was having trouble in his business. Um, he was really struggling. Uh, he, he's a little more seasonal. I think that's why he picked up the whole flooring thing. Cause that helps with, um, you know, with, with the off season of landscaping and, uh, you know, he's having issues with his employees. Um, he, he's a, a family owned business. So he was having issues with his wife. His wife was taking care of a lot of the business, um, and he didn't really want her to, but anyway, so he's going through and, uh, so he's telling me all of this <laughs> and he, uh, he said, so what do you think about that? And I said, well, you know, what do I think about that? Let me tell you what you are thinking. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, just a second. I said, I'm going to tell you what you're thinking. And I said, you spend a lot of time judging yourself and other people. You, um, have thoughts about, um, bitterness and resentment, you know, an unforgiving kind of heart. 
Um, you're worried about money all the time and you're a workaholic. So even if you're not actually doing the work, you're thinking about the work. Even when you're watching the football game or, or you know, with your buddies, you're still thinking about work. And he looked at me and I could tell he just had this look on his face and he said, how did you know that? Are you psychic? And I said, no, I'm not psychic, but I can tell you this, you know, think about it. You know, Emerson said that where your focus goes, your energy flows. I can look at what's happening in your life and I can tell you the thinking that you've had leading up to that. Okay. This is not rocket science. This is pretty easy inputs, outputs. Okay. And you see, we have the power to make our life whatever we want. A lot of people will, will say, you know, well, that's not true because of X, Y, and Z. Listen, I get it that there are circumstances and conditions out there that you might have to deal with that somebody else doesn't have to deal with. However, you can make your life whatever you want. You know, this coming from the girl who had a stroke and couldn't even use the bathroom by herself. I, I am creating my life every single day. Okay. All right. So. Um, you know, we've talked about in the past, this idea of I am statements. So if you go into our search engine and put in, I am, you'll get a lot of material. It will tell you in much more detail, kind of flesh out this principle. The essence of the principle is anything you put after I am, you become. Now, you know, if you say something once, it's okay. But if you say something over and over and over again, it's kind of this uh, agreement between you and uh, your self-image that this is who you're going to become. So for example, if you say, I am tired and you say it enough times, your subconscious takes that on and go, oh yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Yep. And so no matter what you do, you will be a tired person. However, if you say something like, I am feeling tired, right? That that's a feeling and it's probably going to pass. Okay. But you can also look at it and say, okay, I am strong. I am healthy. I am whole. I am safe. I am secure. Right. So, so that is, is really important. Now, Neville Goddard, you know, one of my old dead guys club, uh, he talks about this more in depth. And really what he says is he says, stop focusing on your circumstances and conditions in life and remember who you are. So he says, stop focusing on, you know, that, you know, your business is in trouble. Your employees are driving you nuts. Your, your wife is, you know, stepping in on, on your stuff. Stop focusing on all of that and start focusing on your thoughts and what are you saying after that I am statement? Because once you do that, then things begin to change. Okay. Now, as I'm kind of getting into the, the real meat of what we're going to talk about today, I want to just pause and recognize that we have many different people who listen to this podcast. Um, a few days ago, actually, I think three days ago, we just uh, crossed over into the 40,000 listener mark. We've got a lot of people from all around the world, I think 64 different countries now, and everybody has different beliefs. And remember, I'm not here to tell you what to believe, but I'm here to tell you to think, okay? So as I'm going through here, I'm not going to be focusing on any specific faith or religion. Um, I'm really going to be focusing a little bit more on maybe some scientific terms. Okay. So if you have a belief system that is more faith-like or religious, take the scientific terms and put them into the terms that you know, 
and vice versa. Okay. Because sometimes I use terms like source or energy or universe and people get, get themselves a little worked up and I'm like, listen, it's just a label. Okay. It's just a term. And it, it, you know, you, you get to decide what that term means to you. Okay. All right. So, um, I want to talk about this. I am and what it means. So if you're, if you are of in a certain religion, especially Christian or, um, uh, Jewish, there is a ton about the I am in the old Testament. So you can go look that up. I am is also related to energy. Okay. So the scientific term would be energy. So energy is always present. Okay. It changes form, but it's never created or destroyed. Okay. Um, it changes form, but it's never divided because it's always staying connected. Think water, you know, water has various forms, but it always is water, right? Um, think about the sun, you know, we can collect the sun's power through solar panels. And then that is, um, that energy is sent to a transformer. We have a transformer at the end of our road. Um, a couple years ago, somebody had a, a car accident at the, at the road, hit the transformer. Thankfully they were okay, but our power was out for a few days. Okay. Then the transformer is goes to your house and, and you might have a, a little energy meter on your house, right? Now you can't plug your coffee pot into the transformer or the, the, um, uh, that meter because it would blow up, right? So the meter, um, brings the energy into your house. The energy goes to all of these different outlets and you can plug your coffee pot into the outlet, right? Okay. So that's energy. Now the energy goes into your coffee pot. It makes the coffee. The coffee goes into your body. Essentially what you have done throughout this whole process is the energy has changed forms many times from being in the sun to coffee in your body. And now, you know, you get to go out and, and turn it into something different, right? So I get to turn, turn the coffee in my body into energy that allows me to do my podcast. So this podcast episode is fueled by the sun. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So that is energy or I am. Okay. We are a part of that energy or I am. Now I personally am a different expression than you are. We are all connected. Okay. This idea of separation. So we, you know, we have our, our bodies, we're separate bodies, right? However, we're still connected. For example, um, there's been studies that have shown the energy that you do something in is the energy that people kind of connect to. When you are doing a podcast like this and I'm in, you know, big energy, right? I, I hope that you can feel my passion for this subject today. And when you feel it just by listening to my voice, our energies are connected, have you ever been talking to somebody before and, uh, you know, they're saying certain words, but you're like, yeah, no, I don't think that, that you really believe that. Like something is telling you there's something off. So if you ask a friend, you know, how are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm doing okay. You know, you can tell in their voice, no, you're not. Well, it's not just communication clues, but it's our energies are connected and you're taking those subconscious clues right? So even though we have separate bodies, we are still connected. Okay. Because we all flow from the same I am or energy source. 
All right, so stay with me here, okay? Stay with me. Our I am essence or our energy stays the same and we are responsible for how we express and expand that here on the earth, okay? So when I say it's time to remember who you are, it's connecting with that that higher energy source and then saying, how do I want to express that in my life? So if you read James Allen, um, As a Man Thinketh, which quite frankly, I think everybody should do. Um, As a Man Thinketh is one of those books that honestly you could read in an hour and you will never, ever digest it your whole life. Um, so I go back to it at least once or twice a year, just because there's so much meat in there. And it really talks about that we are the masters of our, what he calls fate. Okay. That, that fate is this idea that, you know, fate and karma, that, that coincidence that, that somehow, you know, we're, we're going to, if we're good people, that good things will happen. And, and I do believe that to a certain extent, however, we're in control of that. Okay. So if somebody says, oh, my fate is to fail in this business. Well, I mean, you believe that. So sure. Right. Our self-image. So how we see ourselves, right? Some people say self-image, self-concept, um, basically your, I am right. How you see yourself determines the world that you're going to live in. Okay. So your, I am blank becomes whatever that is. So if you say, I am, you know, a diabetic, guess what? You're going to remain a diabetic. I, I changed my wording of that. Uh, actually, about a year ago, I was very, very intentional about that because I don't, I don't want to be a diabetic and I don't want to have diabetes. So I changed it to my doctors diagnosed me with diabetes years ago. Okay. Now I've been walking that out, that I am statement out for a while. And I can, you know, report now that we're, almost five weeks with no insulin whatsoever. And before this, I was doing a hundred units of insulin a day. Now I'm not saying that just because I did the I am statements, there's all kinds of other things that, that helped with that. Um, but when you hold on to an identity of, I am a diabetic, I have diabetes, that is that that's who you become. Okay. Now Neville Goddard says, if it's, if it's not true to you, it will never awaken in the world. If it's not true to you, it will never awaken in the world. So if you've ever seen me do any sort of stick chick presentation, you understand that all behavior comes from a belief. Okay. You cannot change your behavior unless you change the belief. Okay. So now I want to do an exercise. And again, this is where you come in. Eh, we're about 15 minutes in or so if you want to come back to this. But this is where we're going to take some notes. So basically, you're going to draw a two-column chart, okay? Uh, on the one column, you're going to put I am. And in the second column, you're going to put expression. So I am and expression. All right. So you can go through these. So I'll give you one thing for the I am column and a matching thing for the expression column. Okay. So, um, in the I am column, your I amness, if you will, is your basic identity. Okay. It is the same no matter what. This is, um, what some people call your divinity 
or you can call it your highest self. Okay. So, um, uh, Abraham Maslow might call it your self-actualized self. Okay. So this is the highest or best version of you. Now, this version of you has been the same since you were born. We just forget it. Okay. And in the expression category, that's where your self image is. Okay. So your self image is how you see yourself now. And you, you also can have your desire in there. So how you see yourself in the future. So let's say you're just starting out in your business and right now you see yourself as a business owner, but in the future, you see yourself as a successful business owner and, and you have a definition of what that means to you. Okay. Your current self image, how you look at yourself is based on the downloaded programs that you have received throughout your life. So for example, if your parents were very encouraging and supportive and were like, oh my gosh, you're awesome, right? You probably have that self-image. If they were not, you've probably either really struggled with that to change it or you're in current struggle, okay? So the two differences here is that your I amness is something that you um, were born with, but we collect these um, programs throughout our life that keep us from remembering how awesome we are. Okay. All right. So the second uh, um, row in our columns, your I amness is eternal. So, you know, the, depending on what you believe about, you know, eternity, I know we have, again, different religious beliefs here. So some people believe that, you know, life begins at conception, life ends at death. Some people believe life begins at conception. And then, you know, you have this eternity after some people believe in eternity before and after some people believe in, you know, multiple lives and incarnations and all that kind of stuff. I, it doesn't even matter. All I know is that your I amness is this eternal aspect about you. Okay. Because when we're talking about your higher self, this is something bigger than what you're experiencing here on earth. Okay. But the expression that you're having here on the physical earth is a different expression. Okay. So, so remember I said, we're all connected. We're all connected because we are eternal beings, but we have a different expression here on earth. So our bodies look different. You know, we have different skills, we have different passions, um, and we can make changes in those expressions. So, you know, let's say, you know, my, my, client from before, you know, he was experiencing some really negative things in his business. Well, he was able to make some changes, which caused the expression of what, what his business was like to change. Okay. But your, your essential I amness never changes. Okay. All right. So your essential I amness is the only reality. Okay. So let me tell you what both of these are and then we'll flush these out. The expression on this row is um, a malleable, okay, so changeable perception. Um, think about storytelling, okay? So, um, you know, you're, okay, I, I did this one the other day. All right, my husband and I are having a little bit of a, a tiff, right? And all of a sudden I go into storytelling mode and I'm, you know, creating this story around why my husband's being a jerk. Okay. Now that's my story, right? That's not the actual truth. That's just my story. Okay. But the only reality is 
he's not a jerk. He has this higher self, I am presence, right? His, his divinity, his um, essence, that is the reality of who he is. But who I'm making him out to be is because of my story. Does that make sense? The same goes true for us. You know, um, if, if I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling off or I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, something's not right today, or I have blame, shame, or guilt. Okay. My I amness does not change. Okay. Cause that, that, that's an, uh, it just doesn't change. But the story I tell myself about what's happening in my life does. So one of the fixes is to go back to those I am statements and say, okay, maybe my conditions or circumstances don't, or my thinking, my story doesn't match with that, but how can I readjust? Okay. Your I amness, this is the next one, is, is based on unconditional divine love. Um, so if you've ever heard me do the, the teaching on you are perfect, right? You, you are perfect as you are and developing that there is your, your I amness is basically you're doing the best you can with what you have and what you know right now. And guess what? Let's take it to the next level. Okay. So rather than blame, shame, and guilt, because you made some sort of mistake that you didn't know about, now we're going to look at it and say, okay, well, now you know better. So now you can do better. Okay. Unconditional divine love. However, in our physical expression, you know, on, on earth, we have conditions or causes that need to be changed. So, you know, remembering that I am perfect and developing allows me to step into this place of change. Being in that place where I'm blame, shame, or guilt, it keeps me stuck. It keeps me from moving forward. It keeps me in the same circumstances and conditions. This is why when a lot of people reach out to, to work with me, you know, and I, I start talking about, you know, well, let's talk about your thinking and, and changing your thinking. And they're like, what? No, you don't understand, Michelle. I've got to do this. Nope. Nope. I, I understand pretty much. You, you, nope. You got to stop doing this. You're digging yourself a hole. You've got to back up. You got to change your thinking and then you can move forward. Okay. And they've also got to get to this place of acceptance and understanding of themselves. This is what has happened up until this point. And let's talk about how you might want to change that. Okay. Then the conditions or causes or circumstances are going to change. Okay. So the last one in our, our two columns here uh, under I am, that's the truth. And under the expression part, that's the fact. Okay. So you can look at any truth in your life um, or any fact, excuse me, whatever circumstance or condition. So for example, if you say, uh, man, am I unhealthy? First of all, that's an I am statement. You're speaking that out. You're now making yourself an unhealthy person. Okay. You can also look at it and say, man, I am growing in my health. Okay. So, so much like I, I said, um, change that wording from, I am a diabetic. I have diabetes to My doctors diagnosed me with diabetes, you know, several years ago. I don't want that to become my reality or to continue to be my reality. So I'm going to speak truth to myself. And this is not um, uh, just a empty hope, Pollyanna kind of approach. Okay. This is a, I'm speaking truth. The truth is that, you know, the, the, the universe, if you will, or your higher power, whatever it is, and especially just me, my higher self um, wants to be healthy. 
And so I'm going to say, I am healthy. I am learning to be even more healthy, right? So taking what you want and making that a present thing, that becomes your truth. So you can look at any fact. Maybe you don't have the amount in your bank account that you want. Is that what you want to be your truth or you just want that to be a current fact? Because there are things that you can do to, you know, bring more money into your life. And if you don't believe that, I need to connect you with my friend Miriam, uh, you know, and Miriam, big shout out to you. I know you're listening. Uh, Miriam, I had this conversation. How do I attract more money into my life? So we were really working on that. And she sent me not too long ago a picture and she said, you would not believe this. And I was like, yeah, I would actually believe that. Um, but she, you know, received mysterious money in the mail. I said, yes, yes. The, what I'm telling you is true. Okay. So the fact was she did not have that money, but the truth was that money was on its way to her and she just didn't know it. Okay. So the way I see it, our job in life is really threefold. Okay. Number one, it's to remember who we are. Okay. To remember that we are an eternal higher self. And that requires some thinking. Okay. That requires some practice, some ritual. Um, and then the second thing is to remember that there's no separation from other people. Okay. And I, and that one's a little bit harder. Maybe I'll do another podcast on that in the future, but to, just to remember that we're all connected. Okay. And then the third is to be open, willing, and curious and to have these, what I call playful experiments with life, you know, so, so stop taking everything so seriously. And I'm sure I can hear you right now. Somebody out there is saying, Michelle, are you serious? Does that really work? Yes. Yes, it works. So, you know, with the client that I told you about at the beginning, um, he and I were working through all kinds of stuff. But one of the things I actually had to kind of put my foot down and I said, okay, you're not used to this, but I'm going to require this. Uh, and he had to work on I am statements every single day. Okay. Um, and really helped him understand his identity, not only who he was, but also who he wanted to be. Uh, and he actually took it to some of his employees and his wife when he got a little further along uh, and said, you know, who do you think I am? And, you know, he was very surprised by their response. He thought it was going to be all negative and it really wasn't. Um, it, it was, a, you know, if you ever want to be touched, do something like this with a, an older man who thinks less of himself, but the people around him thinks he's wonderful. I don't know that I've ever seen a, a guy cry that much. Um, it, it was so moving. Um, but anyway, so he figured out, you know, not only his own identity, but also how connected he was to the people around him. And, you know, he really entered more into this uh, area of play in his life. And from there, you know, that was a daily thing. So he had to keep that up for several months until it became such a ingrained thing in him. He didn't have to think about it anymore especially didn't have to write about, write it down. Um, and then we started going into this, um, place of like checking your story. You know, he'd come in and he's like, okay, this employee did this. Okay. Well, tell me the story that you've been telling about that person. Now let's play with your perception a little bit. Okay. So as we were going through all of that, some of the things that he just developed, I, I asked him to write a list out for me. So he said, um, self-compassion and acceptance was huge. Uh, he said, I've never felt better about myself in my entire life. Uh, he also said at one point he felt like he was the parent that he never got when he was a kid. I thought, oh, that's just precious. That's beautiful. 
And then, you know, the forgiveness that he had for himself and other people um, and understanding. I think that was even even more because he said, you know, I, I'm practicing this forgiveness thing, but I'm realizing that I'm understanding because I'm pausing. I get where my wife is coming from. I totally see now why she's so stressed. I understand why she's acting the way that she's acting. And with his employees, he's like, oh man, I I just put myself in their position. And I was like, okay, what would I do if I were like a 20 year old kid? Um, So that was really impressive to see. And then of course, just some physical things that he noticed. Um, He had an increase in sales and and of course, increase in, in income right? So he had more options of things that he could do with his business. Um, definitely had a better marriage after that. Um, I think, uh, I think they were probably on, on the rocks a little bit before this. I think that was really the tipping point why he came to work with me. Um, but you know, after this, it's, it's fun to watch them because they just, they're so loving with each other. Um, and at this time, so right before, uh, one of the big things we were working on was, uh, employee retention because his employees were leaving like crazy and they weren't going to something bigger and better. They were just getting out of Dodge. Okay. So since then he said, no, Michelle, I actually have zero, um, employee loss. And if they do, usually they're going to, you know, college, uh, or they're moving out of the area and, and I've got somebody else that's coming in to replace them. Um, he says, because we're not losing people in the business, I can delegate more because they've shown themselves worthy. You know, think about that. If you're losing an employee every six months, you can't necessarily give them something that's very trusted, right? But now he's got employees that have been with him for five, six, seven years and they know the business. So he can send them out on sales calls. He can send them out to do jobs that, you know, are, are pretty easy. So for him, it's much less work and he can think about his business in a more big picture kind of way. Um, and he gets to do the, all the fun stuff, the stuff that he really likes to do and the really important stuff. So when there's a project that comes out, that's like, okay, all hands on deck or like, Ooh, this is something that we've never done before. Um, he loves to be able to step in and to do that part of it. Okay. So it's a very different existence for him now. And, you know, the thing that he says, honestly, he tells everybody, I just enjoy life more than I ever have. I love that. And, you know, Neville Goddard said this, leave the world alone and change your conception of yourself. Leave the world alone and change your conception of yourself. I think that is so, I I, I don't even have a word for it really, but I think if you take that on, leave the world alone and focus on yourself. Your life is going to be so much different. If you're trying to change your circumstances, you're trying to change the facts in your life. You're trying to, you know, change the people in your life. Guess what? It's never going to work. It's going to be a waste of your time. You've got to change yourself. Okay. So, you know, a couple things as we're going through some homework things, if you really want to focus on it. Um, first of all, you know, I am statements. If you haven't done those, I would highly suggest that you do them. Uh, we have tons of people in this community who swear by their I am statements. And if I got them on the line, they would tell you for sure. Um, but do 10 of them. And, and then I want you to look at those I am statements. Now, some of them might be quote unquote positive, quote unquote negative, whatever, but look at those 10 statements and what does it tell you about how you currently look at yourself? Okay. 
Then uh, another thing that you could do is you could look at the results that you're getting in your life. So, you know, any area of your life. So um, spiritual growth, personal development, physical health, all your relationships, career, finances, that kind of thing. Look at the results you're getting and then do some backtracking, kind of like what I did with my client. You know, he told me this is everything that's going on. I'm going to tell you your thinking. What thinking have you had in your life that led up to that? Okay. And be real, be honest with yourself. Okay. Be honest in a way to, that you can go towards understanding and not necessarily in a way that you're going to punish yourself. Okay. Just be honest and love yourself through this. And then, you know, look at those results and ask yourself, how do I need to change my thinking? Okay. And come up with a plan. You know, what's your plan? Um, if you need help, please reach out to me. I always put my email in the description. So reach out to me if you're just confused about all of this and you're like, I got to talk to Michelle about this. Let me know. Okay. Um, also, FYI, we, we've got just a couple more days, two more days now for the Life on Purpose program. So if you're interested in signing up, get in there, get that done, follow the link. Uh, I know there's several of you who have reached out and said, yes, I'm definitely going to do it, but you haven't signed up yet. So get in before the door closes. Um, and you know, just, uh, if, if this one didn't hit your fancy today, or you're just not sure about it, go back and listen to it one more time. Take some notes, pause if you need to think about each thing. Okay. This there, there is gold here. And, um, you know, some people, I know you might not be ready for this and that's okay. Just go to the next one. Uh, other people, you're just like, oh my gosh, that was really good. Yes, it was go back and re-listen. Okay. Dig out more of the gold. Uh, and if you need help, just reach out to me. Okay. Awesome. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.